computer. Did you hear that? Did you hear it say yes. recording in progress? Recording in progress. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're recording in progress. Welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! And today is because it's my special Mother's Day podcast. I have a special guest. Her name is Michelle Botello. We've worked together on podcasts before, and she's amazing. And so I'm introducing my guest. Dave, hi, people hi. out there. And most hi. of all, hi, all mothers out there. Yeah, hi to moms if you're listening. My mom will not be listening. <laughs> Why not? Because me and my mom don't really, I don't have a good relationship with my mom right now, and it's on hold. Usually it's it's the other way around when you're separated from your mother. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show. I'm going to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time yeah. to boot it up. Um, and so... I, anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay! A doctor, um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay! I guess we'll see what happens, right? You're supposed to have a good relationship, and when you're around each other, you're supposed to have a stressful relationship. And on that, on that very point. I'm away from my mother and our relationship is getting better. Oh, but I, Yes, but if I call her, then it will go back to hell again. <laughs> but as long as I don't talk to her and I don't call her, then it's fine. But as soon as I talk to her, it goes right back into the pattern. Well, with my mom, it's like ever since she moved away, very, very far away, yeah. it's like, oh, hi, mom. You know, it's how you doing? Oh, I love you. You know, this and that. But when she was here, it's like, mom, what do you want? You know, it's like, yeah. what do you want from me? You want, to, you want me to bleed for you? You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, the end of my, I, I, this is not really a, the best way to start off the topic on Mother's Day, but why not get it open? I mean, my actual last period of time living with my mother was such a disaster. I mean, I talked to my mom once a week on Zoom, but this week, oddly enough, Mother's Day, I won't be talking to her on Zoom. Well, did you know that the first Mother's Day was May 9, 1914? Did you know who the first mother was? Um, no, who was it? Eve. Oh, okay. <laughs> the first mother was Eve, as far as I know. Um, so yeah, go on. So 1914. Yeah, it was um, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed uh, May 9th, 1914, the first Mother's Day, and he stated that the holiday offered a chance to, quote, publicly express our love and reverence for the mothers of our country. Oh. Yeah. How many roses do you think have been sold since then? Oh, all kinds of, there's flowers every day in bonds. You go to bonds and they have tons of flowers there. Every day that you can give to your mother, your daughter, your friends, your, uh-huh. you know, whoever, your lover, uh-huh. whoever you wish. I give my mom usually flowers or on Mother's Day, because my, my mom won't eat candy. You know, I'll eat all her candy. So I don't give her candy. I usually give her pink, pink roses because she really likes pink and she really likes roses. 
but this year I'm not doing anything. And my stepmom, I have a stepmom too, but I would call her. But you know what I've decided is that when I call her, it bothers her. It interrupts her flow and she doesn't know who I am anyway. But it's you know? worth it. You know, it's things, it's no, it's little not things worth like it. that that matter, you know. Well, it doesn't matter because here's what happens. As soon as I hang up the phone, she doesn't remember that I called. That's like that movie with Drew Barrymore. Which one? The, the is it 99 Kisses or whatever? Well, she loses her memory. Yes. And so here's what I do. Look, here's what I do for my stepmom. You want to know? What? I went down, I went to Fort Lauderdale. And when I was there, there was a store that had postcards, 99 for a dollar. <laughs> so I bought 99 of these postcards from Fort Lauderdale. And every week or so, I write on the back, dear mom, it's so good to hear from you. I'm having a ball in Fort Lauderdale. Wish you were here and miss you a lot. Glad you're having a good time in your hotel. Love David, your middle son. And then she gets the card and she goes to the person at the home where she lives and somebody says, look, you got a card from your son. And then she carries it around in her little purse for like a month. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And every time she sits down, she goes, look, I got a card. And so it's better if I get her the card, she yeah. thinks me all the time. I don't have to hear about how she doesn't remember me. Yeah. And so I send cards. And then when I feel really terrible, like every about month and a half, I feel like, oh my God, I better call her. I call and then I end up feeling terrible again. And terrible. Yeah. yeah. But that's how my Mother's Day is. But um, for the people that are not having a terrible Mother's Day. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. Well, I looked up the qualities of a mother. Oh, I want to hear. According to Google. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Googling mother, the French search engine. <laughs> a mother endures the good, the bad, and the ugly from their children and always hands out hugs and kisses. They are the rock and the support throughout the good and bad things in your life. You know, my mom handled so much. I'm surprised she's still standing. I believe in God just because of her. Uh-huh. Um, and bad things in your life, a mommy will always hold you near and dear while wiping away your tears. A mama will kiss your owies and make you smile. Sweet. There's also, but, but see, the hard part is remembering the bad stuff, you know? Remember all the bad stuff first. And then what then remember the good stuff after. Yeah, you know, I yep. wish I would remember the good stuff most of the time so that I'm not so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something that I remember about my mom when I was a little kid that you will love. And that is I'm a little boy, and little boys play with dirt and trees and things, and they get splinters in their fingers. Uh-huh. You know, little pieces of splinter. You ever had that? Yeah. And when I was a little boy, I with tweezers and a, and a she didn't use the tweezers. My mom used a pin. Yeah, a pin. You, you take the pin and you scrape it. I don't know how the hell she did it. And scrape it. And, and my then mom, when the little t- the end comes up, you squeeze it. 
squeeze it, the little end pops out. And tell you, wait, I'm gonna, make it even, I'm gonna make it even better. My mom would try to take the splinter out with a pin and I'd wiggle and pull my finger away and cry and close my eyes and scream. So you know what she would do? She would wait until the middle of the night when I was asleep. And she would come into the bedroom when I was sound asleep, little kid, and she'd take the splinter out of my finger and I'd wake up and it would have a little, a little kiss on it. Aww. And she'd say, I'd say, what happened to my splinter? And she, oh, I took it out when you were asleep. wake up to a, to I don't remember ever waking up. Wow. She would just do it while I was asleep. Maybe she drugged me. I don't know. I would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if she drugged me. But, um, Heroin, and, right? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, be, wouldn't have even needed to be that strong but uh yeah maybe she drugged me but no i don't remember her ever do i don't remember her ever waking me up but i would wake up in the morning and there'd be a kiss on my finger and i'd be like oh. how did you get the splinter out and she said it was magic she always oh. told me it was magic that a fairy did it so that was the thing that she did my mom is not the most nicest person on earth but those are nice things that she did yeah she was a terrible cook and uh, most of the times we ate fish sticks or hot dogs or macaroni and cheese or McDonald's. <laughs> my mom was a working woman. Was your mom a working woman? My mom was a working woman. My mom would do anything at home just to stay at home. She'd cook, she'd clean, she'd do the laundry, she'd organize everything. My anything. mom was out of the house when I got, okay, here's how it went. My parents were divorced. I had a single mom. My brothers did not live with me. My house was split down the middle. And I would, my mom, I would wake up and my mom would already be gone. And, you know, I would make my own breakfast. And then I would get myself to my neighbor's house. Or sometimes the neighbor would make breakfast. And then me and the neighbor kid would go to school together. I'm Dave Fremlin and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. And then I would stop at the neighbor kid's house after school. And then around dinner time, or maybe an hour before, I would come home and I would make dinner for me and mom. And then mom would come home and the dinner was made. The house was clean. And then she would go and do whatever she needed to do. And I would go and do my homework or whatever. And then we would watch TV for like an hour. She liked to watch Columbo. So what else about Mother's Day? I love Mother's Day. One thing um, men, that's one, all I have about Mother's Day. The one thing about Mother's Day that men don't get to enjoy is men don't get to be mothers. Well, what I, what I was, you know, what I did is I found out when I found out about the pill, I, I found a recent um, video of Gavin since we're in California. Uh-huh. Um, that Gavin... Um, had um so much talk about abortion right before mother's day seems kind of ironic you disabled screen sharing dude i remember receiving from my staff uh ann patterson my legal secretary uh that political article uh and i said is this the onion is this actually happening is this true i honestly felt that way so many ways it was predictable, but when you actually saw that decision, you started to flip through it. Uh, it's just a remarkable moment in American history. 
don't think for a second this is where they stop. And if you think it affects someone else over there, this is about you. Pay attention, America. They're coming after you next. That's not hyperbole. It is not hyperbole. We're not going to be defeated. Certainly not here in the state of California. In fact, we are going further. And while it's well established in statute since 2002 that we are reproductive freedom state, we are going to enshrine that, codify that as we should in the state constitution. And we'll be presenting that to the voters this November as an affirmative step to codify California's leadership. Okay. So that's that's what I wanted uh, to play for you because um, you know um, it's a very delicate issue. Very. Um, well, where, it's, where it stands now is they just want to return the decision to the individual states. So right now, I don't think that people in California particularly have to panic. People in like uh, in Oklahoma though. You know what I mean? If you're in Oklahoma, there's already laws on the books, but California is never going to ban abortion. Yeah. For my opinion, I wish they would just leave men out of it altogether. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, the thing that happens for me is what I object to is I think that if a woman is going to have an abortion, I think that the man who is the father of the baby should have the option of keeping the baby before the woman gives, you know, has an abortion. And I have not seen legislation about that, but I don't, I've never gotten a girl pregnant. So I don't really have to, you know, I don't have the leg to stand on on it. You know what I mean? Well, the, the thing you got to look at too is um, in the ways that the woman gets pregnant, like what situation is she in? You know, yeah, exactly. a rape. A rape. I mean, I don't believe that any woman should have to carry. A, I, there's nothing worse than being an unwanted baby. You know what I mean? Like, think about the baby. I know for sure because I know pretty much that in my family, I'm not really. But the they one. have a. But they have adoption for that. See. Yeah, they do. They have. But adoption. I mean, I don't. But you know, this is a thing that is passing through a woman's very small area, and so um, you know, I, if I was the one that had to give the birth. And I didn't know that uh, that my the person that partnered me was going to help me, and I didn't think that I was going to be able to want this baby. I don't think I would want to wait until it was born and have ruined my entire body, and then have become something that I'm. Once you give birth to a baby, you're now a mother. Period. Whether you give the baby up or not, you have mothered a baby. You know? The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it changes you. And yeah. so on that level, on that level, you know, I understand a woman's right to choose. On other levels, you know, there's so many controversies because there's, you know, it's, there's a man is involved, DNA is involved, another life is involved. So I think it's tough on women. I think it's tough on women.
That's my opinion on it. That, that's and I don't think that it should be outlawed per se, but I think that it should be up to the states and not the federal government. But that's just because I hate the federal government having a choice in anything. You know what I mean? I like I'm against the federal government for every. I don't I don't think we should have a federal government. But I think that if the states, you know, I mean, as far as I know, if this decision goes through, there are 20 some states that want to ban abortion on some level. So it is a really big deal. But on the other hand, if you live in one of those states, you get to vote. And if you get to vote, you get to choose who the lawmakers are in those states. Well, what I, I was watching on the news, you know, and, and a thought came to my head, you know, there's people coming down from other states to California to, to have the abortion. Of course there are. You know? Of course they are. And then they're, they're going I don't back. know what the laws are. I think in Florida, I think in Florida that you're allowed to have an abortion up to a certain length of time. And then once it gets past a certain length of time, they say no. But I'm not really sure. But I don't, I'm kind of past childbearing age. And, you know, my girls, my, I don't have any daughters, but my brother has daughters. And I will disclose without disclosing their names. So under the age of consent, two of my brother's daughters yeah. already had children before yeah. they were even old enough to consent to sex. Yeah. And so in that case, and they're, okay. And they're extremely good mothers. Okay. But one of the fathers was in jail. And then when the girl told the husband, Hey, I'm having your baby. He rejected her and married another girl. And, you know, so if I was that baby, I don't know how I'd feel about it, but the girl, she, my, my nieces did not have abortions. They raised their kids. Well, well women can, can raise a child on their own, you know, sure. and have the happiest relationship with their, their child you know, without a father in it. The problems that I have with me and my mom have nothing to do with the fact that she was a single mother. Oh, she was a single mother? But my mom was a good mom. It was not, it, my problems with my mother have nothing to do with her being a single mom. They have to do with our personalities. You know what I mean? That's very brave of you to, to take credit, take, you know, rather than blame your mother, you know. Oh no, it's not my mom. Is like my mom is a fine person. You know, she's a fine person, and uh, I, I think that as a, a single mom, I think she did everything she possibly could to raise her kids. And I think she had two teenage boys on her hands, and her other son that wanted nothing to do with her. And I think that I was a very independent. I was very independent. I was so independent from age seven. You know, starting age seven. They tried to tell me, you're going to wash the dishes after dinner. And I'd be like throwing the dishes at people. You know what I mean? Like age seven, I, am I frozen? No, no. Oh. Eight, I'm, just, anyway. I'm just looking. Anyway, so no, no. My mom is a fine, fine person. And, um, and my grandmother was a fine person too. Very fine. My grandmother was saintly. Uh, my grandmother, another mother, by the way. Um, my grandmother was my mom's mom and my grandfather was really harsh, very, uh, testosterone -y. You know what I mean? He was very male and my grandmother was very, not that way at all. Like, whereas my grandfather was very bombastic. My grandmother was very chill and she was a really big, 
as big of an influence as my mother was also my grandmother, my mom's mom. So, yeah, that's what I keep saying. You know, there's people like you who can talk about your family. You've known your family, but there's some people who come into Mother's Day and say, well, I never got to know my mother, you know, or, you know, or a mother that says I I had my kids taken away, you know, and it's like, it's not a good thing. Or a mom who had an abortion. Hi, I'm Dave Fremland, host of the Dave Fremland Show on Podbean. Now you can listen to me on Spotify also, but please support my podcast by clicking the follow button on the Podbean or Spotify app. Thank you for listening and have a nice day. What would you give your mother if you could give her a, a Mother's Day present? What would you give her today? What would I give her? I mean, yeah. <coughs> well, my mom is not really a present. Like, if I was going to give her a present, I would give her either, I think I would give her like something, you know, those things, the device for when an old person falls. Oh, the life alert? Yeah, I'd give her like a life alert or something like that. She lives alone in her house. She's old. Oh, definitely. And, that would be a great idea. Yeah, I think I would get her like a life alert. I tried to get her one once before. Uh-huh. But then I lived next door to her for several years. And I thought there's no point in getting a life alert then. But now, if I was going to get her a present, I would get her a life alert. But she has an Apple Watch, which is sort of a life alert. Or I would get her... Um, last year, I got her a cat tree for her cat. Uh-huh. Um, this year... I would get her flowers or maybe I would get, maybe I would get her. um, Oh, I know one thing I would get her. I would get her storable food. Like emergency food, like earthquake food. Uh You know what I mean? Like you keep in your cabinet for an emergency. Okay. Like freeze dried, you know, like emergency food. You see it advertised every now and again on the news. But like in case of an earthquake or in case of, of an emergency, I keep telling her, I tell her, mom, you need to go to the store. You need to buy a five pound bag of rice and some pasta and some bottled water. Keep it in your, in the bottom of your cabinet in case of an earthquake, in case something, in case you fall and you can't get to food, you'll have food in the house in case you can't, you know, what if there's a food shortage at the grocery store? What if COVID comes, they lock the grocery store, you need food and she won't do it. She won't buy food. So I would get her like an emergency food kit. Like I have at my house. Yeah. You have like a six month supply of powdered food. You know what I mean? So if it, if there's, I live in a hurricane world, you know what I mean? If there's a hurricane and you can't get out the house, all I need to do is add water and stir. You know what I mean? I have food. Yeah. And so I will get her a, a container of that. They come in like a five gallon thing, like a five gallon container, like a paint thing. You open it up, there's bags of food, you add water. You know what I mean? And I would get her the water that goes with it. That's what I would get her. I would, it couldn't be, I would love to get her something beautiful. You know what I mean? Like, like a nice potted plant or a car. I don't know, something beautiful. Ferrari. <laughs> she would really, my mom, well, first she doesn't drive, but she would not appreciate, she would be mad that I spent the money. Yeah. yeah that's you know what I mean? Be something practical that she definitely wants. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, anything with cats on it. Anything with cats on it. Jigsaw puzzle with cats on it, a bathrobe with cats on it, 
slippers with cats on it, a cat, anything with cats. But she would get mad that I spent the money and she'd be more happy if I got her something practical. Yeah. What about your mom? What would you get her? Um, I would like to get her. Actually, that life alert just sounds so good. I know. I really struck a chord with you. Yeah. They, they, they say it keeps, keeps the folks out of the assisted living because they no longer have to have somebody around to take to watch over them, you know? I will tell you the best gift that a person could ever give another person. You wanna know? I gave it to my father, I gave it to my stepmother and I'm giving it to my mother by not living with her. What is it that I'm giving them? It's the most precious thing you can ever give anyone. And I did it for my family and, my, and they don't appreciate it because they don't know that I did it. I'll tell you what it is. I gave them their independence for as long as they could possibly have it. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. For example, my father, when he became ill with Alzheimer's, he refused to move out of his house. He would not move out of his house, but he cannot be independent if he cannot take care of himself. Right? If he can't drive to the grocery store, he has to rely on a neighbor, he's not independent. But if he goes to assisted living and he can do everything within that area that he can do, he can stay independent. You know what I mean? They let him go get his own coffee. They let him make his own food while he could. You know what I mean? Give them their independence. When my mom stopped being able to drive, she lived way over in Del Cerro up on top of a hill. The closest grocery store was a mile away downhill you know what i mean and the way back right and she and she didn't have any neighbors that would drive her anywhere for me to go get her i had to go from hillcrest to del cerro then come home oh my god so what did i do i got her moved into hillcrest into a community my mom has neighbors all around her she walks she goes everywhere by foot the the nail place and the hair salons right next door she doesn't need me to live next door to her anymore she's completely independent at 85 years old that's the that gift I gave. Nice. I remember. I remember going to see you guys that thing, uh, that Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I think that the best thing a person can give an old person is independence. Yeah. For as long as humanly possible. That's true, but maybe they want to be with you. They maybe they might want. Well, that's to just be too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I can't. That's the thing I cannot give her right now. I'm, well, hey, guess who's coming to San Diego? <laughs> Who? August 28th. Who? Who? Motley Crew. Motley Crew? Yes. Wow. I yes. think they're too. I think are they here in Florida now? Are they coming to Florida? Because I think I've heard about them being around here. They're coming September 9th. They're gonna be in Vegas. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about moms again. I had a you really cheered me up about moms. Uh, moms are, um, you know, it's a curious thing because it hasn't been until, you know, I'm, you know, my age is 55, right? And um, 58 it, here. And it, I thought you were my age. I'm older than you. Oh, well. But a true gentleman never reveals his actual age. <laughs> 
So you missed you missed a podcast. Right? You you are a mom though, aren't you? Yes, I am a mom. I forgot all about that. You're a mom. Have, yes. Happy Mother's Day. Daughter. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Is your daughter going to take you out to dinner? Do anything for you? I don't know. We actually might celebrate by going to Trader Joe's and doing some shopping, food shopping. All right. So. Trader Joe's will have the good candies and some roses there. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you were mom. How could I forget that? You talked about your daughter with me many times. Yes. Yes. She's doing well. She, uh -huh. she became manager of the store that she where she works. And... Oh, good. Now, is she a mom yet or no? No, she oh. doesn't want to be a mom. No. And you don't want to be a grandma. No, I do. You do? I do. Yeah, I want to be a grandma, but she doesn't want to be a mom right now. Well, but maybe someday. Do you think that um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go totally male sexist on you here in a second? Do you think that that women long or enjoy or I don't even know the correct word, becoming a mom more than a dad would enjoy being a dad. No, I think, don't think there's any, you don't think, because I, I don't know, I'm a man and I have no desire. I mean, if I would have gotten a woman pregnant at some point, and I know who it would have been, um, and if she would have had a baby, I would have loved to have been the dad for that baby. But I don't have a strong desire to be a dad and I don't miss not being a dad and I don't think about what it would have been like if I had kids. But I know that I know that the girl that I'm talking about, I know that she does think about that. It's unfortunately for me, well, fortunately, the way God put it in my life, put my daughter in my life, it wasn't planned. Uh-huh. I'm Dave Fremland, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. Okay, I wasn't married. I didn't have a house. I didn't have two cars. I didn't have a husband, and we didn't make a child to create a family. It just happened. It just happened. But I'm not going to go take back take it back you know i'm not right. taking it back at all i'm like thank you so much it's amazing it's a miracle because i had my tube side when i got pregnant from my my daughter uh -huh. even a person who is not pro-abortion still might be in a situation where they need to have an abortion exactly and to this day i bow my head and i always thank god for you know, forgiving me. And it only happens to women. It does not happen to men. Yeah, well, no. Men do not get in a position where they need an abortion. It just doesn't happen. No, but they might need to help the woman decide. This is true. This is and true. That's so that the bond between the man and the woman doesn't break. You know, right. if a woman goes and does it behind his back, you know, and then comes up and says, oh, hey, you know, we had a baby, but we don't anymore. You didn't have any part of it, so forget you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so to finish what you're saying about your daughter, you tell me that you would never change it again. And 
Oh yeah. And, and, you know, and when, uh, I found out, I, I thought I had a cyst or something because I was bloating and bloating and bloating. And, um, and when the doctor told me, he said, you know, you're pregnant, are you going to have it? And I said, yes. And then the hard part was telling my mom because she's, the, sure. one, she's the one that I used to hide. So I told her before she went to move to Spain, I told uh -huh. her, I said, I told your husband a long time ago and I told him to either tell you or not tell you that was his choice. Uh -huh. And she said, oh, she goes, oh, I think I remember that. She said, she just, you know, she's just like me with my daughter, like scared to death that she's going to run the other way, you know? Wow. And, um, and, you know, my daughter is like so much like me, you know, she's like, just, she thinks like me, she acts like me she's curious like me she's you know and it's like oh my god it's like god i'm learning how how your creation and your your works and you know your power and your mightiness and your grace and your love and your joy and your you know your everything i'm learning you know through yeah. the birth of this child and it's like why did you wait that long uh -huh. And um, her daddy uh, died recently. Oh, really? Lung cancer. Yeah. Oh. So for Father's Day, it's going to be a biggie too. Did you guys stay in touch? You, the father? We were trying to, but he um, he had a mental um, breakdown and he hit the streets and uh -oh. he started drinking even worse than when he was in an apartment drinking. Uh -oh. Um, I had tried to talk to him and encourage him and I used to go to meetings and come home and then uh, go to his place and tell him what I heard at the meetings, you know, and stuff, wow. like, try to encourage him. Well, he, he went straight for a while uh -huh. and then, but then he had a breakdown. Oh. They fucked up his medication. Oh no. And once that that unlevelness of medication was enough to to have make him like spaz out and oh yeah you don't even need to tell me i know all about medications yeah so, well, so it was a really difficult time but it sounds like you were you know that you're blessed with this beautiful daughter and now it's mother's day yes and, uh, maybe you'll get some flowers yeah even if i don't i have a daughter i i got enough it's like yeah. I, I started going to church to tell God how how grateful I am, you know, uh -huh. for the life that he's given me, you know. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. And what he's doing for me and what he has done for me and what he's going to do for me, you know, and I've been doing a lot of um, um, volunteer work. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's good. So...
it is good. <laughs> it uh-huh. is good. It's amazing, you know. So yeah, I have to that. tell you, I yeah. went to see you in town with Gary Tellickson. Yeah. Playing the um, head of the the town, you're in town. Yeah. And uh, it's it was awesome, dude. Your town is a funny play. The actors, it was an amazing play. It was done so well. In a city college? It was a musical. At City College? Yes, at San Diego City College. I took a girl from from church to come Uh with me and and watch it. They have a good drama department. Huh? City College has a good drama department. Yes. Yes. I was in I was in Greece when they had Greece. I I was in Greece. Ah, I I played Professor Lynch. And uh, they had a different head of that department back then, but I thought that they had a pretty, you know, it's the only beautiful theater they have there at the Savelle. Yeah. Well, Michelle, um, are there any other topics on your list? That's it. Wow, I think we did a really good Mother's Day podcast. I think mm-hmm. we covered Mother's Day pretty well, but I think we also covered some other important and very um, topical things too. Are you really going to put this out there? Yeah, why wouldn't I? Okay. Why? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> it sounded like a conversation more than a podcast. It often just sounds like a free flow conversation. We put out a lot of information. We talked about abortion. We talked about the Supreme Court law, Gavin Newsom, what it's like to be a mother, what it's like to long to be a mother, what it's like to be a, a, a dad. You know, we talked about men's point of view, women's point of view. We talked about a lot of stuff. We're very good. We're very educational. And my podcast, I want to tell you, the listenership on my podcast is going up, 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 up. And so the listenership is going is going out there. And I don't know what the topic is that people like because I'm all over the map. You know what I mean? I am all over the map. Sometimes I'm political. Sometimes I'm left. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm in pain. Sometimes I'm, you know, friendly. Sometimes I just talk about restless legs. And the podcast, all of them get listened to. The, the demographics are going up, up, up. And I don't know what the topic is that people like, so I just keep talking about stuff whatever <laughs> I feel like. You know, I'm not trying to do my podcast to please other people. Michelle, it's great to see you. It's great to talk to you. Thank you. I'm getting tired now. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.